This message is from Living Rock Church, and we trust you'll be really equipped, envisioned, and encouraged as you listen today. Fantastic. Um, can you hear me? I've never used one of these before, so it's like, ooh, like I, is it all right? A bit higher? There we go. How's that? Fantastic. It's great to be with you guys today. Um, I'm just going to say a quick prayer, um, because I believe that God's going to do something big today. Um, I I believe that those two testimonies that we heard are significant, um, because God is going to match the impossible with the the possible, um, because that is who he is. He is God of the impossible. So Jesus, I just thank you so much for who you are. Jesus, I thank you that you are God of the impossible and that by knowing you, we can have faith in you and thank you, God, that you will do the impossible today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I I was in the Cardiff Church and, and the Holy Spirit said to me that somebody in the meeting had a bent bone in their body. So I looked around and I was thinking, I can't see any bent bones. Um, How would I know anyway? Um, But so I went up and I I, I said, I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to heal somebody with a bent bone. Um, That was all I had, and no one responded initially. Um, At the end of the service, an elderly gentleman, um, he was 80 years old, he is 80 years old, he um, he came to me, he said, Jordan, if you you have faith that Jesus can heal me, um, well, look at my back. So he he actually was very, um, he had a hunchback, because um, when he was growing up, uh, he worked on a farm and so had some developmental issues. But um, two years ago, um, he broke uh, his spine. And so he, some bones in his spine. And, and so for two years, he had been on 250 pain med a month. Um, he had morphine patches and was in serious pain, agony, chronic pain. Um, so as soon as we prayed for him, the pain disappeared, completely left. Um, that week, um, he, he was expecting for pain to return. It didn't return. He went to the doctor, and the doctor said to him, um, there's no degeneration in your spine anymore. Um, the spine has been completely corrected. Um, so that was the first miracle, praise God. But the second was that um, he didn't have any withdrawal symptoms to the morphine patches, which apparently takes six weeks or something to come off it. I, I wouldn't know. I'm not medical. But he was completely amazed. He's standing up straighter. And he's healed. You know, Jesus is God of the impossible. Um, But I've come on quite a journey because for so long, um, I would see people praying uh, for the sick. And I I said to God, God, I want to see that. But I don't really believe that if I lay my hands on people, that they will actually be healed. Or I don't really believe that miracles will happen. Yes, I want to believe. Um, I thought maybe if I performed well, if I, if I said the same words as a Tim Jones, then, um, then suddenly something would happen. You know? I felt like if I, if I had been good all week, maybe God would, would you know, let a, a healing happen. Um, I, I, I felt like I had to strive. But um, that's not what God says. Um, during worship, I, I, I was closing my eyes and I, I felt the Holy Spirit say that he's going to be causing a blanket of healing. Um, over you as a body. Um, I know back on the, uh, the timeline, it says that this is going to be a haven of health. But in the spirit, I just saw um, a blanket kind of descend. And, and I believe the Holy Spirit is saying that this is going to be, um, it's a grace that God is giving, giving you, that it's going to be easy to pe- see people healed. That when people come, not only in this building, but you know, the church's people, 
when people come in contact with you, it's going to be easy to see people healed. But we have that, and we say, God, um, how do I have faith for that? How can I see that seemingly impossible be matched with the possible? Um, I, I heard that you guys are going over the book of Mark over this season. And um, so if you could turn to Mark 10, verses 46. Mark 10, verses 46. Fantastic. I'm I'm just going to read it. And they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard um, that it was Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, He began to cry and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go, your, go on your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. So his, Bartimaeus' faith made him well. If you just go to um, Mark 11 verses 12 to 14, and then we'll read from 20 to uh, 25 also. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, may no no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. Then lastly, from verse 20 to 25. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered him, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when have you, yeah, verse 24, that's good. So I would look at this scripture, and I would say, God, I don't know how I can say to a mountain, be moved, because I I don't believe that I've received it, when I pray, there's, an, there's just a little bit of doubt in my heart that maybe God doesn't want to heal this person. Maybe God, uh, this isn't what God wants to do right now. How do I know that it's actually going to happen? So when people would say, um, let, God can move mountains, let him move mountains, I, I said, well, what God do you know? Because I, I'm not seeing that in my own life. But um, there's an interesting phrase here in verse 22, and it says, have faith in God. In verse 20 says, have faith in God, and then it goes on to saying, um, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes it'll happen. So first, the mountain moving faith is faith in God. So I didn't realize, I said, okay, God, then I need to get to know you a bit more, you know? Um, I realized that I don't believe in healing as a concept, um, I, I don't need to le- believe in healing as a concept. I don't need to believe in the impossible and, and hope that somehow by believing, uh, conjuring up a faith in healing, that it would happen. But actually God said to me, 
believe in me as healer, and then it will happen. You know, suddenly God, the God of the impossible, meets the mountain, and the mountain has to bow. Um, suddenly the God um, of, of, of miracles meets cancer, and cancer has to bow. Suddenly um, a lack of finance or, or um, poverty meets Jesus, the provider, and it has to bow because it's Jesus. But we need to understand faith. Um, if, if, if we're going to have faith in God to move the mountains. So if you would turn in your Bibles to Ephesians 1, verses 17, I'm going to explain a little bit about the nature of faith. Ephesians 1, verses 17. Fantastic. So Ephesians 1, verses 17 to 19 says... That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he has called you. This is quite an incredible verse. Um, first of all, it says that the Father okay, is going to give the Holy Spirit a spirit of revelation to know God better. That's, that's quite incredible. Because I was saying, God, how can I know you to the point where I can pray for people, have faith in you, a confidence in you, an expectation in God that the mountain will be moved. And first of all, it's by the Holy Spirit. Okay? It's the spirit of wisdom and revelation given by God. Because it says uh, that he, the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, having the, uh, the, sorry, the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he has called you. So the second amazing thing in that verse is so the Holy Spirit gives us revelation of who God is. But second of all, by having our eye, the eyes of our hearts enlightened, we know the hope to which God has called us. So by knowing who God is with a spirit revelation, suddenly we know what our, the hope to which he has called us. Okay? By, knowing what the Holy, by knowing God intimately, by knowing his nature, by knowing uh, that he is healer, suddenly I know the hope to which I have been called. Okay? Because what Jesus has, has perched on the cross for us is living in, in the good of who God is. It, it's experiencing all that, that God has for us. It's, it's being an intimate relationship with, with the whole of God. Um, not, only, not only God as Savior, but God as healer. Um, at God of, as God of the impossible, God as provider. Um, but it's interesting. So then you think, well, what is hope? Now, hope isn't a, oh, I wish... You know, it's not saying God is going to show you who he is so that I can wish and hope that maybe God will heal me. But hope in the Bible is a confident expectation. It's a reality, and it's something that Jesus has purchased for us. So what I'm saying is that if you, if you want to be a haven of health, if you want to have a blanket of, of healing over you, uh, we need to know who God is, that he is, he is the healer that he is the provider, that he is God Almighty, the God of the impossible. Because then, healing is our confident expectation. It's our reality. It's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen because Jesus has purchased it for us. Um, but then, how does hope then get translated into faith? Um, if you'd like to quickly go to Hebrews 11. This is the famous faith scripture. But a couple of months ago, when the Holy Spirit um, showed me how um, knowing God can then translate into praying for somebody, 
I was quite amazed. It, it really, it, 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 it broke some chains in my mind, especially of, of hearing God's voice. Um, at the moment, the Holy Spirit's revealing to me that he is, he is the, the revealer. He, he wants to advance his kingdom, so he knows everyone else intimately. You know, if he knows the lost intimately, and if I'm intimate with him, then he's going to tell me intimate details of their lives to advance his kingdom. Um, so Hebrews 11, verses 1, it says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So faith is the assurance, okay? Faith is something that's assured um, of the things hoped for. So hoped for is a confident thing. It's actually going to happen. It's what Jesus has purchased for us. It's the realm of God's promises. Um, it's heaven. It's, it, it's what God has got for us. But faith is the assurance. So the word assurance there in Greek is um, hypostasis. That's a cool word, hypostasis. Um, but it means a title deed or right of possession, Okay? So faith is the title deed or right of possession of things that we hope for. So all of a sudden we see that by the Holy Spirit revealing who God is, I have a hope, a confident, confident expectation that God um, wants to heal me, wants to save me, wants to set me free, wants to provide for me. But then by faith, I possess that reality and I say, God, let it be done. Let it be done. Does that make sense? Yeah. So all of a sudden... I, I said, well, every time I go onto the streets or every time I go into a church meeting or, or, or so on, I can have an expectation, because I know who God is, that someone will absolutely get healed, that someone will absolutely get saved. Um, and I suddenly know that I don't need to strive. It's not, it's not a performance thing. Just by knowing who God is, this is what he wants to do. Um, it, it, this journey for us as a people started when we received Jesus, you know? Um, Jesus was revealed to you by the Holy Spirit as Lord and Savior. So that was your hope. And then by faith, you received his grace and you were saved. It, that's just simply, that's, that's how it works. And it's the same with everything else. That by knowing who God is, by faith, we can, we can see um, the reality of who he is suddenly put into, into practice, into manifested. Um, so if we look at, uh, in, in Mark 10, if you just go back quickly to, to Bartimaeus, and we're going to see how this relates to him. So Mark 10, verses 46. Fantastic. There's two things that um, show us that uh, Bartimaeus also had, had this hope in Jesus. First of all, he knew who Jesus was. In verse 2, it says, uh, sorry, verse 47, it says, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. So Bartimaeus knew who Jesus was, whether it was through testimony, whether it was through seeing other people get healed, um, or just watching Jesus operate. He knew who Jesus was, and he knew that he was the Messiah by calling him um, son of David. So, so Bartimaeus knew. And then when Jesus called him, he got up and he said, uh, and Jesus said, be healed. So there were two things. First of all, it was the, the hope, okay, in who Jesus was. But then the faith action of getting up to Jesus and saying, um, I'm going to get um, what, what you promise. I'm going to get what you can give me. And so with Bartimaeus, he had that mountain-moving faith. By having faith in God, he was able to say to the mountain in his life, which was blindness, be moved, and it was moved. 
by knowing who God is, he suddenly, he, he, he could move that mountain. Does that make sense? Um, Dai, one of the, Dai, give us a wave. Um, this is one of the, uh, the Cuban students on, on the Cardiff School of Mission. And um, a, couple of, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were ministering at the Big Shed in, 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 the, in Leicester City. And um, a few of us got around to and we said, we want to pray for your eyes. Um, so she had to wear glasses. And, um, and I remember thinking, I don't have any feeling for a healing. I'm definitely not feeling like um, that, that I have any special pizzazz or any um, you know, special healing anointing. But I said, God, I know who you are. I know that you are a healer. And I know that you are God of the impossible. So I know that you want to heal and that you will heal. Um, just by saying, with faith, God, let it be done. Um, Di was healed, and now she doesn't need to wear glasses. The astigmatisms in her eyes have been healed, and um, she actually started to get headaches while wearing her glasses. So she took them off, and she's been completely healed. Completely healed. Praise God. Um, uh, this time last year, actually, I, I, uh, a lady came to me um, in church, and she said, please pray for me. I know that God wants to heal me. She, had, um, she used to have Crohn's disease, and so I had to have an operation to, to uh, cut out some of her intestine. But um, she had some complications, and so her intestine started to twist, um, started to twist. And so she came to me and said, I know that God is healer, and I know that he wants to heal me. Now, that is hope, and that is faith. There's <laughs> a confident expectation of who God is, and that he wants to do this, but a faith that says this is going to happen now. So as soon as we put our hands on her, we didn't even start praying, put our hands on her, the Holy Spirit came upon her and she said, oh, I can feel my intestines moving around. And so the, her, the bloating of her stomach, the swelling all went down instantly and she was completely healed. She hasn't had any, um, hadn't had any symptoms, she hasn't had the twisting ever again. She's been completely healed. So God is, God wants to reveal to us who he is. And, and for the next stage of what God has got for us, I believe that we need to say, God, who are you? Let me know you by spirit revelation that I, that I can know that you are healer. Because um, let's read it again. Uh, Mark 11 verses 22 to 23. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes what he says will come to pass, it'll be done for him. So it first comes by having faith in God, by knowing, and having faith in God comes by having a hope in God, and having a hope in God comes by knowing God. So that's what we need to do. We need to know God. Um, I, for so long, as I said, I, I felt like I had to strive. I felt like I, I had to um, try and, and use God as a vending machine, that if I do something good, I put some coins in the vending machine, um, a, a, a good thing, a gift would pop out. But God isn't like that. In Ephesians, it says that he can do exceedingly and abundantly above. Um, in Luke, I think it's 11 or 12, it says that it's his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. So knowing God, God wants you to be healed more than you want to be healed. God wants the kingdom to be demonstrated more than you want it to be demonstrated. But we need to know this. We need to say, okay, God, you need to, to highlight to me. You need to change my heart. You need to give me revelation by the Spirit um, of who you are so that I can bring this uh, message to the world. And then I can say, God, I know you as healer. Therefore, um, any sickness matched against you has to bow. Um, but it, it, it gets even better than that. Um, in, in Ephesians 2 verse 6, if we just turn there, I know I'm, um, I, I just get excited and then I start talking quite quickly. 
Uh, (laughs) Ephesians 2 verse 6. This scripture really um, set me free um, and and gave me a confidence that God would actually do things, uh, that he would demonstrate who he is and that he would manifest himself to people. Um, 2 verse 6, Ephesians 2 verse 6, it says, And he raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So how many of you know that if he's raised us up and seated us with him, first of all, we are at rest with him and in who he is, okay? We don't need to strive. We don't need to um, try and do good things to earn his favor because we are sat intimately acquainted next to God. But it gets better in that it says that we are in Christ Jesus, you know? We are in Christ Jesus. We've been purchased by God and we're in him. So first of all, we're intimate with him. But second of all, if we are in him, we are in all who he is. Okay, so God is healer, Jesus is healer, Jesus is provider, Jesus is savior, Jesus is God of the impossible, and we are in him. So we are in all who he is, but we are seated in him. So we are at rest in all who he is. So then all of a sudden, I can say that if I'm, if I'm going to work, if I'm going down the streets, um, I can say, God, I thank you that I am at rest in you, and I am at rest in all who you say that you are. And I can say that I can, I can release who God is over people with an expectation that God will move um, and, and it will be done. Does that make sense? It's, it's, it's very easy. We just gotta, we've just got to grab a hold of, of who God is. In evangelism, it's, it really is all about knowing who Jesus is. You know? If we know who Jesus is, we know the hope to which he's called people. And then we can help them by accessing it by faith um, for them. Um, just an example of this is a a lady um, in church uh, had scoliosis and I I didn't know this um, but I felt the Holy Spirit say to me go and pray for her Um, and I felt it was the Holy Spirit wanted to minister to her and I knew she needed to be baptized in the Holy Spirit so a couple of us went to her we started to pray for her just saying God let your will be done and she turned around to us and said my back's been healed and I said I didn't know there was something wrong with your back but her, the curvature in her spine started to straighten as we prayed for her because we were, we were just praying and saying, God, just reveal yourself to her. Let your will be done. And so, so when we know God for who he is, suddenly he starts to do things um, and he reveals himself that we... I didn't know that she, she had scoliosis. But just by saying, God, let your will be done, she was healed. You know? And it's just an expectation of who he is that will move the mountains. Um, uh, last two weeks ago, um, I, uh, the Holy Spirit said to me that he was going to heal allergies in a meeting. And um, I, I, I don't know why. I didn't go up and I, I didn't say somebody wants, God wants to heal allergies. But a, a friend of mine came to me and said, oh, I've got celiac disease and I can't eat gluten. And I said, I said to her, oh, that's amazing. The Holy Spirit said to me he wants to heal allergies. Um, so I prayed for her. Again, I didn't, feel, I, I didn't feel a manifest presence of God. I didn't feel anything. I, and I was very much like, okay, I, I'm not feeling this. But I said, God, I know who you are. I know that you are healer, and therefore you are going to heal. And uh, so she messaged me a few days ago, and she said, Jordan, it's amazing. Jesus is amazing. I've been completely healed of celiac disease. I can eat gluten, no problem 
at all. So when we know who God is, suddenly um, when we are evangelizing, when we're telling people about Jesus, we are informing people of who God is. And, and, and the Holy Spirit um, in us is going to convict people and, and he's going to tell people who he is so that they can step into the goodness of who he is. Does that make sense? So it's time for us, if we want to be a haven of health, if we want to have a blanket of healing over us, we need to say, okay, God, you need to show us who you are. Not a head knowledge of, of, of the Bible, uh, not the Bible, sorry, not a head knowledge of just knowing words in our mind, but uh, a revelation knowledge given by the Spirit of your word. Um, and how do we get that? First of all, in the word. <laughs> First of all, in the word. Second of all, the Holy Spirit taking that word and, and putting it in our hearts, giving us revelation. Um, but um, when praying for the sick, then, I can expect God to move because he, who he is, okay? I can expect God that when I go on the streets, because he is healer, I can expect that he will heal. Um, I don't need to conjure something up. I don't need to pray in tongues for two hours. Uh, but I can say, God, this is who you are, and therefore you're going to do it. Um, I can go into the streets, I can go um, and, and meet my friends knowing that God is Savior, therefore they will be saved. You know, they will be saved. I can go into any obstacle saying, God, I can see this mountain here, okay? For me at the moment, it's my eyes. My mountain um, is my eyes. I'm believing that Jesus is going to heal me. But I can say, God, amen. <laughs> I can say, God, this is the mountain, but you are God of the impossible and you are the healer, therefore this mountain will bow down to Jesus. Um, so have faith in God. Faith to move mountains. It starts by knowing who God is. Okay, it starts by knowing who God is. Um, in Ephesians 1 verse 17, God wants to give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation to know him more. And when praying, that's what we really felt that the Holy Spirit wants to do today. He wants to reveal to you. He wants to reveal with a revelation knowledge of who he is. Um, could I just ask some, some of the band to come up and, and just start playing? And, and um, God wants to minister to you. God wants to reveal to you that he is healer. There are mountains in people's lives, mountains of finance, mountains of, of um, sickness that God wants to remove. Um, and we're going to invite people forward in a minute. Um, if I could just have the, the School of Mission team just to come up. So the message I've got is really simple. It's a mountain is moved by knowing God. A mountain is moved by having faith in who God is, that confident expectation that who he is um, gives us a hope. And that, but with that hope, we can possess it and, and bring it into our lives. Thanks for listening today. For more information about Living Rock Church and for more great teaching, visit www.livingrockchurch.org.uk.